Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. As I reflect, I acknowledge all that I have achieved and move into 2015 with excitement and joy. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. And we did Christmas last time, so now we're doing New Year's. <laughs> we're holding well, your hands for the whole thing. Tomorrow is January the 1st. And hands up who's been dying for this. Like, as in, there's probably been a lot of people this year, and certainly speaking as a spiritual and a psychic person, uh, it has been a continuation, obviously, of 2013, which put a lot of people through the ringer. Like, everyone used to say 2012, 2012 is going to be like the huge big thing in the Mayan calendar. No, in my experience and everyone that I've talked to, 2013 was the year that people hit brick walls. Big, big lessons came up. And 2014 had been a continuation of many of those lessons that still hadn't quite been resolved yet. And I think that people have put in good work. I think a lot of people have been starting to see toward the last six months of 2014 some of the fruits of their labours really paying off with that snowball effect that happens when bit by bit, layer by layer, chipping chipping away bit by bit, that you eventually come to a better, more even place of contentment in your reality. You really do start to master some of your stuff. Now, where does that put us in view for 2015, well, it puts us in a lighter, happier, more empowered place. And it's actually very exciting. And those of you who've been following us almost like a school or a course this year with every week, there's another module to come and listen to on the free half hour love life show. You know, you've been in, in, in our love life school doing the work, we hope. We're going to talk to you about that in a minute. And we're really looking at today at seeing both an inventory of where we've come. And what you guys are going to do going forward with some of this work. We're not going anywhere. Jane and I will be here through 2015, but we want to get serious about the accountability and the commitment to what's actually happening for you guys behind the scenes. Well, not just that, but 2015 has uh, a couple of new courses being rolled out as well. I'm going to be having an online dating, uh, an online course for all the single people wanting love. Mm -hmm. And Beck and I are rolling out a course all about spirituality and psychic and rich stuff. So we've got some uh, some more cool stuff coming out in 2015. But look, speaking on a personal level for me about 2014, I had no idea how much I achieved this year. And it wasn't easy. It was tough. I had a lot of challenges, um, like everybody. And I was having a bit of a flat moment and my business coach had me write down what I had achieved. So if you haven't done this exercise, I'd love to encourage you to do this. So I actually got my iPad out and because I would think of things randomly and I wanted it to be able to, a list that I could just add on to as I thought of something. And I started this document and oh my God, if I, this time last year, had set my intent to achieve everything that I've achieved this year, I think I would have packed up and gone home. Right. I would never in a million years have believed I could achieve what I achieved in this year. That's cool. It is so cool. Yeah. It is so cool. So I want you to really think about the big things and the little things. I want everything little that you've achieved on that list. This is one of the best feel-good things that you can do. And so now I wrote that list probably about – two months ago, I reckon, maybe three months, and I've added on to it since. However, whenever I have a flat moment or something's not going the way I hoped it would go or I've got a new challenge come up, I grab that list and it just reminds me of how amazing we all are 
and the ability that we have to achieve way beyond our wildest dreams. Mm. We really are incredibly capable of magic. Mm. So do this list. You're going to love it. Hey, share them with us if you want. Pop them on our Facebook page. I love hearing about what people have achieved and it just makes you feel so good. Yeah. So that's the first thing I really want you to do and, and put down not just whether it's things you've achieved with your work or your relationships or or financially or physically, but what work have you done on your emotional self that you've really either mastered or starting to master or you've made progress and you're feeling really good? You know, Beckham has given beautiful tools on, like, you know, your two-minute meditation. If you're doing it, pop it on the list. Now, if you're not, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing when you become adults is nobody's hanging around to give you report cards anymore. And I remember feeling well, my, about three years into my career when I was about 23 years old, I had been through school, diligent, good girl, A-plus student, you know, did everything right, always the goody two-shoes, went through uni, did two degrees, won an award. I was such a good girl. Got out to the workforce and I just felt this weird kind of floating, drifting feeling because no longer were the years marked with terms and holidays and reports and ceremonies and presentations. All of that had gone for the first time in years and years and years and years, and years of education from the age of five to the age of 21. I'd always had that kind of structure. And when that was removed, I didn't quite know how to self-monitor uh, and self-assess um, I mean, obviously, there's, there's performance reviews you might have with your boss every now and then, but it just didn't feel quite enough. I just never quite knew how I was performing or where I was at. And, of course, usually for the rest of your adult life, unless you're in a very, very sort of structured hierarchical workplace where they really do a lot of that, you don't like actually know where you are and you get lazy and you don't really recall how far you've come sometimes. And so that's why I think it is important for us as adults, as part of our self-work and part of our accountability, and our proactiveness that we're taking with our self-development is to have that journal or that book or that place where in intermittent periods, it might not just, you might not just wait till New Year's, you might do it four times a year or every season or every cycle, whatever that is for you, every birthday. Oh, I love the yeah. seasons, every season. <clears throat> every season, you know, or if you pay do it on the equino- eight times a year. <laughs> or equinoxes yep. and, and solstice. Yep. That's right. And, and you actually sit down and write out how you're going how you think you're going and maybe ask the people that know how you've been going, how they see that you're going and what they think that you need to keep working on. You know, we talked about the exit interview a few weeks ago, but this is like a modified version of that where you do go to the people in life that either you have to answer to or that know you best of all and you say, how do you think, you know that I've been having a lot of trouble saying with my husband this year, how do you think, how do you see that I've been going with that? Do you see I've been putting in the necessary work there? What more do you think I could do in 2015 to keep upping the ante on my emotional approach to to really, you know, nutting that out. And I feel the way to do this, I love I love it, it's great, beautiful idea. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you do your, your positive list first because you've got to look after your sense of self-worth in this. You've got to make sure that you're not undermining your confidence, your ability to, to keep moving forward and growing. So if you do your positive list first of everything that you've, you know that you've done well, it's then going to place you in a vibration where you can gently then look at, where have I not done so well? Instead of it being a beat up story. Yeah. So you want to really balance that energy because by balancing the energy, you're actually going to get deeper and gain greater clarity than if you just go for the negative stuff, you're just going to wallow down, down, down in a spiral 
to a low vibration where you can't see the wood for the trees and really it's actually just going to end you up in a depressed state where you just want to give up. Right. So you do want to be very structured in how you allow yourself to do a very honest review. Mm. So make sure you do the good stuff first, then do the challenges, and then finish up on the positive story of where is it you want to move to from here. So that it's like that sandwich method. You're using it on yourself. I think it's really important. Yes. To do that. To be gentle with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Because we are we are hardest on ourselves. Mm. Nobody is ever harder on ourselves than we are. So we don't want to fall into that trap. No, you've got to be, yeah, I know what you're saying, Jane. You've, you've got to just walk the right uh, sort of line on this. Yes. Yeah, yeah to, when you're being your own adjudicator or your own judge. Yeah. Um. So I guess what we're encouraging you guys to do in a quiet moment sometime in the next week, and let's face it, the week between Christmas and New Year's or the week after New Year's, it's everything's shut up, everyone's gone away. It's it's You do have a lot of me time. Usually people are on holidays. Do this for you. Take that time where you close the door or go down to the beach just with a notepad and a pen. I've said like a good Aussie girl, sorry. Northern Hemisphere, they're freezing. <laughs> if you're in the snow, curl up by the fire with your glass of mead. Yes, we will be having, no doubt, you know, we have our hot whatever degree days on Christmas. Prawns on the barbie. Sorry, sorry, everyone who doesn't live in Australia. Um, and sorry to we, interrupt. We want you to really get real. Be extremely honest with yourself. Have you been the kind of person who's who this year has been, oh, I love life. Yeah, I love that show. Yeah, that's great. I listen to that every now and then. And, yeah, they've got heaps of good tools and tricks and exercises. Yeah, but have you done any of them? <laughs> like, seriously. You know, there's the school mistresses speaking now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, so there, you know, there's a woman in America who I've followed a bit called um, Debbie Burt who has the Creative Love uh, website. And, she talks about how for 20 years she went to self-help things to try and, as she puts it, fix what she thought was broken. You know, and there's a whole other message there about a lot of new age self-help stuff is geared at this kind of idea that you're flawed or broken and you just, if you're just fixed, everything would be okay. Well, we're not. We have everything that we need inside us. Usually it's just about taking some walls down or, you know, just deeper self-awareness, et cetera. However, so she, for 20 years, just kept going to all of these courses and things, and she never really had the shifts. Now, one, you'd have to ask yourself, how could someone do 20 years of therapies, modalities, and techniques and not really shift? Well, the answer, of course, is that she wasn't really showing up. She'd get the book, and she'd kind of read it, and then she'd say, oh, yeah, and toss it to one side and not actually do the exercises. Or she'd go to the seminar and she'd say, I've heard all this before, and then she'd tune out and she wouldn't really listen. She wasn't really showing up to do the work. And, you know, I'm going to be harsh now because I know there's a lot of you listening who love what we say and believe everything that Jane and I say, but you're not actually doing the work. You're not actually – have you done – have you gone and done the forgiveness episode with the pen and paper? Have you gone and done the shadow work episode we did with a pen and paper? Have you done that work yet? Have you gone and done the inner child work that we've talked about yet? Have you done the hand on the heart, go in, name the emotion, the color, and where in your body you're holding it and when was the first time you ever felt it? Have you done that yet? Have you done the two-minute meditation even every two days? Who can't do that? You can't fail at that. You know, you've got two minutes in the shower just to put your hand on your heart and just concentrate on your breathing. And if the mind drifts, just come back to the breath. Everyone can do these things. But if you're not doing them, this is the time to get real because 2015 is going to be exactly the same as 2014 was for you if you have not done 
the work. It's not enough just to have the mental intellectual awareness because there's heaps of people out there who intellectually get it. In theory, they get it. They know it all and they can see it all. They can articulate it brilliantly, but their bodies haven't come to the party. Their bodies are still jammed up with stuck emotions, the core beliefs, the emotional blocks, the unhealed past life wounds, and that is where you have to proactively get off your ass, pick up the telephone, call that practitioner in the new year and schedule that appointment, or get out that pen and paper, re-listen to some of Jane and my episodes, and do the work. As you've done your list of what you've achieved in 2014, and hopefully that really has made you feel good, then that also gives you the birth of expansion of wanting to achieve more. So keep that list going. Just put 2015 under it, but keep it going. So it kind of makes you accountable to to do this work. So you can then put down meditation, two-minute meditation, done. Um, did the pen and paper exercise on the shadow side, done. Want to review it in three months' time. And then schedule. So start scheduling in your diary. Yes the times that you need to be doing these things because we all know if you write it down on a to-do list, it's got a lot better chance of getting done than if it just stays in your head with an undesignated energy time space allocated to it. You really know we do keep our shopping lists and our to-do lists, things around the house we want or presents we want for Christmas. We keep those kinds of lists, but we don't often keep emotional lists. Now, I do because I'm a bit of a square like that, but I've kept an emotional list for years in the back of my diary because every month since I was 21 years old, I've gone for NET, which is kinesiology muscle testing. And every month I go in, I keep a list in my diary during the month. If it's a Tuesday at 10 o'clock at night and I'm sobbing a bit over something or feeling a bit flat, I'll think, okay, what is this? And I'll think, oh, it's it's my preoccupation around, you know, money blocks again, or it's it's that it's that thing I've got with my mother or whatever. And I'll quickly whip open the diary out of the purse and I'll just write in under my emotional list, mother or money blocks. And then next time that opportunity comes that you see a practitioner, you've got that appointment, you go in, not just what are you here for today? Oh, I don't know. I'm just kind of showing up. No, you go in and say my entry point today is my mother and then I want to work on my money blocks. Well, we did do an episode about um, like setting your intent when you go in to see a healer. That's right. And I do think that's really important. And I too keep lists. So for example, I have a, a, a business coach that I'm on the phone with every fortnight. So everything that is challenging me for that fortnight gets written down next to the appointment so that I, I've got my list of what it is I want to talk to. That's right. And what happens, I get the best value for money because it's actually, we're not just trying to create where should we go from here or have somebody project their stuff onto me. It's like, bang, this is what I want help with. That's right. This so is it. In your diary or in your phone for 2015, you must have an emotional list and that's a bullet pointed of things that you are working on. And like Jane said, for some of them, set yourself timelines. If in six months I haven't felt significant progress in this, you know, what am I going to do or in the next six months I've booked in three appointments with this rebirther or with this you know lifeline technique practitioner or whoever it is so that you know that you're onto it you we don't want to be having this conversation with you in 2016 saying well how you know how did you go and oh I didn't do anything don't want to hear it don't want to hear it (laughs) now what about moving on to achieving your goals and dreams the good fun stuff so many of our listeners are wanting to move into their zone of genius um, they're wanting to spend more time doing their soul work, whatever that is. And, and many of you have 
shared with us your desires to start businesses or be self-employed or provide a service or a, um, making inroads already some of you uh, yeah exactly exactly you know 2015 is the time to really nail this stuff really expand you as an amazing tribe that you are with all of the wisdom that you've got not just from us but I know that you would probably be listening to other podcasts and reading blogs and attending courses and retreats and all of this stuff you've all got so much wisdom to share in your community and your community I mean by your world now your community might be international maybe you're on a plane every second day your world might mean just the neighbors that live near you or the people that you that the parents that you meet at school or kindy pickup this is the time for you to really step out and start to be a leader a teacher or a healer I don't care which of the three but I know that all of you are one of those three many of you are all three because that really is all there is in life is oh, those three things I love it so I want you to get excited about your unique gift what is it if you haven't found it already do some work and find it. We've got a podcast on that. Um, or Beck and I, you can always book in. We can help with that stuff as well. But your unique gift, as you've identified it, the next step is for you to write a list of how or brainstorm, how can I do this more in my life? So, for example, I had a beautiful uh, client recently who her gift, and this would probably be similar for many of you, she really makes people feel safe to be around. She's very gentle. She's non-judgmental and she's very kind. People like being around her. She feels like she's ready to start teaching a bit about what she's learned about spirituality. And I said, why don't you just start with a circle? Put together a circle. Bex talked before about her beautiful um, or, um, Aurora. Aurora yes, yes, circles. Um and I said, why don't you just start with a couple of people that you know that have liked some of your wisdom that you've shared and invite them around to your lounge room on a whatever night and just share. And she said, oh, there's probably only two. And I said, perfect. That's where your energy is comfortable at the moment is with holding the energy of two other people. That's where you perfect. start. Yep. That's where you start. That's exactly where Beck and I started. We started with one each. That's where you start and then your energy grows. But you don't have to be inviting your people to your home because you've got a lot to say. This is about an opportunity for people to connect, for us to be teaching each other so that we can start to expand and grow, expand and grow. And then you'll find that you'll do that for a couple of weeks and then someone's going to say, I've got a friend that I'd like to bring. I think you'd really like her. Would that be okay? And you think, yeah, I could handle one more person's energy. Yeah, bring them in. And it grows and it grows. That's right. But what are you doing? Or if you don't like that idea, what's your blog? I want the WordPresses up and running mm -hmm. with your first article within 48 hours of listening to this. There's no excuses. They're so simple to do. And to make you accountable, we want you to invite Beck and I to come and view, watch, look at, read mm. your blog. Drop it on our friendly Facebook page where all the other Love Love listeners would probably love to see it as well and you guys can form your own network. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely. Mm. Because without a shadow of a doubt, 100% of you listening to this are either a healer, a teacher, or a leader. It's time to step up and do it. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Love it. Fake it till you make love it. it. Love it. Love and it. if you need a turbo boost, 
book in for us and we will get you on track and accountable and happening. Mm. Because I really think this is a perfect time of year to go, you know what, this is my dream. I've been thinking about it for so many years. I actually am going to do it. And I expect you to have moved an action <clears throat> towards that happening within 48 hours. There's no mucking around. You don't get weeks or months now. You're doing it in 48 hours. Jane and I are cracking whips today, aren't we, <laughs> Well, I'm excited because you guys are amazing. We know that. You know, we read your beautiful messages. We know you're incredible. And it's time for you to take the responsibility of your soul's journey, which is to share the light. It is to share the wisdom. It is to help others to heal, to become consciously aware, to come from love and not fear. It is time for we need everybody out there doing the work the same work that we're doing, the same work that, you know, our teachers that we learnt so much from are continuing to do. We, Everyone is needed. Let's do it. It's going to feel good too. Don't underestimate how amazing it's going to make you feel and how much it will change your life. Even if it's just a conversation over the fence to someone. You know, like Jane said, mm. it might be just the mums in the mums group or it might just be... You know, that family member who's in hospital who needs a visitor, you can you can start to teach and heal and lead. You don't have to be paid for it or employed by it necessarily when you're starting. It's practicing using that vibration and that energy and that approach into the fabric of your reality every single day. And the ripple effects of that, you don't know where those will lead. That's, That's where right. puzzle pieces in the universe start to fit in together. The spirit guides, you know, tie some strings together and before you know it, amazing, amazing things start to shift. Yeah, as you've got to remember, you've got the biggest upstairs manager team that are just rubbing their hands together going come on let's get this show on the road yeah, let's do it we need we love more earth angels down there doing our work we're happy for you to put up your hands and say spirit show me what i can do today just just leave me just show me and and they will do their work through you if you open yourself as a vessel for their work and while we're on the topic of work don't let what you what you do to earn an income to put the roof over your head and the food on the table and the clothes on your back do not let that define you when somebody says, what do you do? You answer it with, I am a teacher, a leader, a healer, whatever it is that you're doing. Regardless of where you earn your income from, that's irrelevant. Yes. Um, I, for many years, when people said, what do you do? I said, I was, a, I was a choreographer and I was, and I was being paid for it, but that was a very part-time income initially when my full-time income was when I was working in production at a, a production company at the convention center. But that is what I felt I was at my soul. That is what took my energy. That's where I was creating and thinking. And my mind was every minute of the day that was free for me to be wherever it is I wanted to be. So that is what I was doing. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. So, and the more that you feel that, the more that you are it. Yes. Jane, do you want to talk about the concept of forward writing? Oh, yes. This is so cool. Radio, ladies and gents. You've got your goal set for 2015. Now we're going to fast forward. It is the 1st of July, 2015, and you're writing a letter to yourself. What's happening? Where are you? What are you doing? How are you spending your times? How have you grown? How are you earning your income? Write that letter six months forward. If you want, you can do three months forward. You can do a year forward. It doesn't matter. You can do 10 years forward. I actually normally do about three to six months. I find that's really cool. Yeah. And then um, and then you read it back to yourself and you start to, again, believe that, wow, 
this has happened. And may I remind you that vibrationally, the imagination knows no difference between reality and imagination. There is no difference. You're, you're already there. If you are imagining that it is six months time and I've actually rented a room and I've opened up some sort of healing, teaching, leading practice and I'm, I'm in business. It's happening. And I've got all these gorgeous clients that are loving what I'm, how I am helping them. Then you're there. See what you are actually there. What can start to happen is if you sit down to do this exercise, uh, which you will be doing. (laughs) (laughs) We're tough today. You want to change and stuff like that. Now you'll sit down and you'll, you will envisage on paper. Your, it's kind of like your perfect life, how, yeah, how, how you'd love everything to be. Yeah. What will probably happen is you'll kick into automatic writing and you'll channel it. And if there are things that currently right now you can't see how you could possibly get there, you just know that you want to get there, in the act of writing this out, you might actually find some of the answers because you might find your hand all by itself starting to write, I'm currently employed three days a week at the bank, but the other two days I've been employed in a private clinic doing this work, which I went and did a course on in February. And after so many hours of practice, I then learnt, you know, branched out in April with um, a good client who came by, da, 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 and you actually start to go, oh, that's how it could happen. Yeah, exactly. That's how it actually took place. I did one years ago where I wrote, I'm sitting on the deck of our gorgeous shack with my beautiful husband who's sitting next to me making me laugh. And after so many years of marriage, he still makes me laugh and I feel good being around him. As we're enjoying our favorite food and the children are running around happily, I'm blessed to only be working, and I can't remember how many days a week, and I set my own hours and I've got this income level, which has provided us with the financial means to have enjoyed some overtures, these trips with the family and blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, I found it. The whole lot's happened. The whole lot. Yeah. This is another form of vision boards. Oh, it is. You know, it's, but it's, 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 it's incredible. I've found so many that I've written. Look, some haven't. It's like some were a bit over the top. It's, it's, it is, it is um, you know, just to rehash vision boards and when you write down, um, you know, goals but from a more spiritual, emotional sense, you know, and all of the studies and the statistics that prove that if you actually put them down in picture or paper in words, a really high percentage of them actually do take place often in a much shorter timeline than you actually gave yourself to have them happen, like six months or less. Well, as I said with my last year in reflection, if I had written that list and said that's my goals, I would have shut up shop. You wouldn't have believed it. No. But the point is that by doing this forward writing exercise, you're actually going to the next deeper level. It's not just a bullet point list of I want to achieve this, this, and this this year, like resolutions. This is actually a very deeply... It's like it's like if a, as rich as a tapestry, like all the threads are embroidered in, all the colours are on the canvas. You can actually get a much deeper level of detail that you're actually assisting the universe with to help you arrive at that that end result and goal and vision. Um, and what was the other thing I was going to say about that stuff? Um, it's very cool, though. It's so much fun, and the automated writing is really cool as well. And so just trust and go with it. Yes. But I think that to so so I feel like what we've covered off on here is we've had some good positive reflection of what's happened in the past year. Yeah. We have some uh, critiquing of the past year, which gives us some points to move forward to for the next year. We've had some celebration around the whole ritual of the closure of the year right then we're moving into 2015 with in the next 48 hours we're going to have some action against the real dream right we're going to be working on your or you're going to work on your uh unique gift and moving into your zone of 
genius, which basically means doing more of it. Go listen to episode 100 for the Zone of Genius. Yes. Yes, with lovely Gay Hendricks. That was fabulous. And you also now um, are going to move into excitement and joy, a forward projection of what's happening. Right. So I feel this is really setting everyone up for a fantastic and awesome 2015. I think it might also be worthwhile going back to listen to the New Year's episode we recorded last year, just because we, Jane and I talk in detail about, you know, in the same way that last week we talked about how to bring magic, rich connection and real presence of now moment to Christmas. So don't just barge through Christmas like, oh, I've got a thousand things to do and it's hot and I've got to clean the kitchen and bake the turkey and I've got people coming and presents that is all stressful and then I've got the dynamics of the awful mother-in-law coming and don't just go through an autopilot but actually go through as a conscious, wide awake, spiritually aware human being. That's what Jane and I were encouraging you to do last week. And likewise, New Year's is a similar thing and we talked in great detail about this last year when we talked about, just in brief, how you know, New Year's Eve is so often alcohol-fueled or if you're single, there's all this expectation, like, who are you going to kiss at midnight? Or, you know, like, are you at the party? Did you miss the party? Where's the better party? Are you getting to the party? Like, It's, it's just this kind of night with all this awful kind of external materialistic expectation lumped on it. As spiritual people, we can find better, more meaningful ways to honour this sacred turning of the year, this passing of cycles. And you know, again, I'm not going to. Re- I don't need to rehash it now because you've got a whole episode there to yeah. go back to. And yeah, there's a lot details. of good stuff there. But about on the actual night, you know, it's. I just would love people to really hold that intention of um, going about it with a lot more grace, a lot more dignity, and a lot more conscious awareness of the beauty and sacredness of this ticking of the clock as as, as time takes us from one phase to the next. You know, one chapter closes and the page turns, another one opens. There's always the chance for change, for this too shall pass. If it's been a hard year, if you feel stuck or stagnant or locked in patterns, really take the hope that New Year's brings. Really harness the power and the excitement of when that clock strikes 12, when the, when the fireworks go off, of clean slate, of saying to yourself, and this is the importance of resolutions, of personal commitments, of deep oaths and vows, sacred soul promises, where you say, this year is going to be about bettering myself, making myself the happiest, most content, most soul-fulfilled, brutally honest, raw, vulnerable, you know, just richly connected person that I can possibly be. I acknowledge I've got my failings, my blocks. You know, there's a new word for this. It's flawsome. So you're flawed, but you're still awesome. Like, oh, like, like that. I acknowledge that I'm, Shane and I are flawsome. Everyone's flawsome. <laughs> Louise Hayes is flawsome. Deepak Chopra is flawsome. <laughs> like, you know, just because people are able to teach or speak beautifully, it doesn't mean that we're not all working on our own exactly. massive soul lessons exactly. all the time, obviously, right? So just back to what Jane said about being gentle with yourself, Admit that you're flawsome, but really hold that high vibrational commitment to yourself. It's like back to the inner child love. That little girl or boy inside you deserves to have the adult do the work to free them, to release them, to bring the love and the joy that is your birthright. As I reflect, I acknowledge all I have achieved and move into 2015 with excitement and joy. 
thank you so much for supporting Jane and I for the last 12 months. We so appreciate it. Of yeah, course, we you can absolutely find do. us on thewellnesscouch.com every Wednesday. You'll find us on iTunes where we love you to leave reviews. It really helps us and then to help others by spreading the word. And, of course, Jane and I are here for all of your New Year's counselling, coaching, helping to set those intentions, remove those blocks. It's a, There's no better time to go to Jane's website. Which is janedonovan.com.au. Or my website, rebeccadetman.com. And until this time next week, when we'll start to really get into 2015, we urge you to have a wonderful time, but be honest about the work that needs to be done. Life is perfect, I'm not trying, it's just happening. And it's a beautiful day.